1: Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka
2: Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioca and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always here on the show. Uh the, uh, the the Max Out Saving Show is all about saving money and investing. Uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and then invest conservatively. And the uh, we'd like everybody to save a minimum of 10% plus the company match, gets you up around 13%. If you're behind in your 50s, you really start ha- have to come up with a plan to uh, to start saving more or or come up with it. it. Really, when you're in your 50s, you really should start trying to come up with a plan on how to build up wealth for retirement, have the house eventually paid off by the time you retire, uh, be it 65, be it 70. But somewhere in that range, you want to have your house paid off. You want to have your bills down as, as static as possible. And uh, and anything, anything you can say, Here, here's the important thing with retirement. 40, 50 years ago, yeah, you know, it, time flies, but, uh, but people retired, they retired at 62 and they were gone by 67 or 70. And, and now, really, a married couple has about a one in, uh, about a 25%, about a 50% chance they live over, to, over, over 90, one of them does. And so you're really talking, in many cases, 25 or 30 years into retirement. That's a long time. Fifty, fifty, sixty years ago, you had most of your money you retired. You put your money in bonds. The bonds paid off for, you know, for five or six, seven years until you were gone, and then you know that you didn't need the money anymore, and and that was it. The world has dramatically changed, and and it's important to understand that too. Over, you have to be able to sit there and, and go through several troughs of investments of ups and downs in the market and 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 most likely look the odds of, of us getting some type of inflation particularly with the Federal Reserve uh, flooding the planet earth with money I mean there's two there's two people that basically uh, in, in in this world there are two people that have in that have basically control infinity one of them is God of course and the other is the Federal Reserve they can print money into the infinitely into the future this is why you see things like bitcoin coming up eventually you know you're seeing inflation kick in and some asset prices which you know we're getting kind of stupid at this level and and eventually you're going to see some type of inflation you know the thinking is we're getting closer to the the 60s where really it ramped up later on and, and really caused a lot of problems so you got to understand that you want to nail down as many as expenses as possible the Federal Reserve is running around telling everybody we have a one percent inflation rate or one point something percent. Anybody that has a household knows that's complete garbage uh you, you know you just take one look at your health care bill, take one look at your health insurance take one look at the at your uh t v at at your uh internet bill take one look at your uh uh at, at, at almost anything you do. And the price is going up. Uh, food is starting to go up. Go out to eat at a restaurant. Find out how much that costs. And, and so you want to lock in as many of these costs as possible for retirement. So if you can lock in your house, if you can lock in other expenses so they don't go up every year, you're way ahead of the game. And, and that's why it's so important to pay off that house first. This is kind of a controversial topic. And some some people say you should borrow money from your house and invest it. I think the inflation is what you got to protect yourself against, and that you want to have your house paid. You want to lock in as much as possible, and also remember, if you have a house, once you hit sixty-five, your your property taxes are frozen too, which is a big chunk of the of of the uh, some of your expenses. So they're frozen going forward, and this is a huge deal for for retirees. I mean, it doesn't make any difference, you know. Two or three years, but you you talk twenty years in the future. Think how much your house was and your property taxes twenty years ago, and think what they are now, and you see the real advantage of that uh, of that senior citizens deduction of a freezing uh, at age sixty five. So, uh, something to think about. Uh, we're gonna tell you what we got just a half an hour show today. They got the Baylor game coming on. You know, they why don't we have A and M? We should have the Aggies. You know, and. uh the uh, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, you know, So we want a couple. I want to think. Uh, run through a couple things that we had today. Uh, the uh, we we got the tax bill coming out. I, I tell you what, this thing. I, I, I don't think this was the big positive the market was looking for. I really think that we were uh, hoping for something a little bit more. Uh, we're getting some stuff. It's going to get hard. I think it's going to be hard for this thing to pass, and I think that's something we want to watch. Some of the things that came through in it uh, that we really want to watch, Uh they basically four four brackets. The, the 20% for the uh, corporate tax rate from 35 to 20%, 20%. If we get a tax bill, it's going to be because of this, because all the corporations want it. If this wasn't in there, I don't think they would re-bother even redoing anything and so that so they're going to take the corporate tax rate which is 35% right now which is one of the highest in the, it's the highest in the developed world for corporate taxes. I I never thought I would be saying that but I mean that's just how everyone else has cut taxes to encourage corporations and we've tried to drive them out Uh, and we're going to cut that to 20%. Uh, There are also a a couple things that that we want to keep an eye on in in that is they're they're also going to work on on uh a lower a thirty five to a twenty percent tax rate is going to discourage companies from taking on debt because if you can deduct thirty five percent of your interest uh on that it 's a big savings that could, and also there's something in there where they're proposing to limit net interest deductibility uh to thirty percent before EBITDA, which is earnings with earnings before the uh the, the interest in and in, uh taxes and everything are taken out, this is going to slow down some of these takeovers that are going on out there. And it's going to also, it's going to put a cap on how much companies can take on debt to buy back stocks. So this is, a, this is I think, a big story and a game changer. And the question is, what are we going to do also for for the money coming back uh, from the $2 trillion from overseas? And, and that that's going to be very interesting. I don't think they're going to do as much to encourage that. Is people think. I, I tell you what, I really think there's real concern at the very top about if all of a sudden a trillion and a half dollars comes cascading out of the European and Asian banking system into the U.S., I'm not sure they're going to hold up. And this is one re- way you're seeing the, the incentives for that are kind of being dialed back some. I've always felt that way. No one's ever said anything about it, but that's always been my gut feel on that. And when we analyze a lot of stuff overseas in the financial structure, and I'm not convinced that that won't destabilize things, and that's probably why you're not seeing as big a tax break there. So let's take a quick call from Oscar, and then we'll hit a couple of the other points. Hey, Oscar, how you doing?
3: Hey, uh, good morning, Ted. Hey, Ted, projecting forward the S&P 500 5 10% next year, Oh, I mean, this is a very convoluted situation now, the, all these things that are happening. How do you, how do you project something of this type?
2: Uh, look, I don't see how you can. This market right now, I don't think you can project anything. Some of my services, this is what they've done. They've come out and put on shorts all over the place in the market, and then they come out a couple of days later and put some, put some longs on, or, or this is using some options and stuff, which we don't use for our clients, but I like to see what they're doing. Uh, the... Uh, And then they come out and putting some longs on uh, for a blow-off top. And so what? you don't know where – none of us really know where this thing is going to stop. I mean, this is right now a game of musical chairs in the market, Oscar. And so it's going up. It's going up. Everybody's trying to pile in. Where it stops, we don't know. The Fed is going to have to start draining liquidity out of the system. There's tremendous amounts of uncertainty from everything from the tax bill to North Korea to the president to – uh, just the tremendous, uh, you know, uh, by uh, polariza- the polarization in the United States. In the these things are gonna affect the markets. In in the market is, I saw a statistic that I, I want to say the median stock uh, on on the market is at the 99% valuation right now, which means it's an extremely expensive market over time.
3: Hey, you think? Uh, uh- and the other thing is this repatriation, rep- 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 coming all this stuff coming back. Uh, these companies, they're going to hurt the, these other countries where they're coming from. Well, and is, that's is, why. That
2: true? Yeah, look, that they were talking about that money coming back tax-free, and I haven't seen. I've seen a couple different things, so I don't want to say exactly what that's going to be yet. But I think I think it's going to be. I don't think that you're going to see quite the incentives, and the only thing that makes sense is that they're concerned about if that money starts coming back. And, look, if you think about it, Oscar, why wasn't this done during the Obama administration? That was the easiest thing. Obama could have gotten the the, the Republicans on board, and all that money would have come back and made him look good. Why didn't he do it? And and, and the answer has got to be that they're concerned if that money starts coming out of those banking systems.
3: Yeah, there'll be a vacuum uh, on on these other countries if that happens. We have a worldwide... It'll sag the rest of the economy, the other, the other, of the other world economy. So yeah. it's not a, these things. Uh, you know, they, they present it as, it's a, like a, it's an easy, it's like a layup, and it's not a layup, is it? Yeah.
2: No, I tell you, Pete. Look, Oscar. People forget. In two thousand eleven, the European banking system was close to collapse. Trillions of dollars worth of, of uh, reverse repos were put into the system through the Federal Reserve to stabilize. And what happened was at that time I don't, is that the uh, we realized it ahead of most people. We talked to you about it on the show was that that money markets at Fidelity and people like that had over forty percent of their net, of their money market assets in European uh, financial uh, instruments. And once we found out that statistic, we immediately pulled our money out of Fidelity's money market and put it into Fidelity's uh, th- their uh, uh, tax-free money market and their treasury money markets to protect our clients.
3: And now they got them in floating rates. What do you think about these floating rates? So they they increased it, you know, to help the, uh, so people can come back in to get a good rate. Are floating rates that these uh, money markets in are they dangerous?
2: Uh, I don't think. I, look. Until you could have maybe said yes, but this week, the other thing that happened was, and we're going to discuss this after the break is is uh, we, Jerome Powell was put in at head of the uh, of the Federal Reserve, and, and so I don't think rates are going to go up quickly for now. Uh, we have to just kind of watch that. Uh, I think rates there are is. going to go slowly over time, but tell you what we're taking a break here, and Thank we, you. we'll be right back. Thanks, Oscar. If you got any questions or comments, 339 1070 will be right back after this quick break.
1: If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Saving Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back.
2: This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement.
4: And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512
1: New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka.
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. The uh, phone number, if you got any questions or comments, this is a short show, 713-339-1070, short show. Uh, And uh, Anyway, uh, going over some of the things with the tax bill. We write about this in our Max Out Savings Report. If you're not on the list, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. We just put out a little uh, roadmap for how how we're going to get through the tax, how the tax bill is going to come apart. Probably not going to be signed up until sometime next year. Uh, if at all, but we write about that in the report. Uh, we didn't have this information when we sent it out, but we we, we have the roadmap on how it's going to go there. Uh, but go to our website and sign up for the free report. And, and if you need some help with your retirement, that's what we do. We manage funds at Max Out Savings Advisors, and using our value investing approach. And I'll be happy to sit down with you in our new uh, offices, which we moved into this week off of uh, Woodway. So it's very exciting. Uh, right now, it's a bunch of boxes, but uh we're getting there <laughs> and so anyway uh the uh one of the uh, interesting things it it, it it this thing has a lot of uh the tax bill one of the things on the corporate side is it 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 it, it halts uh no longer uh private purpose bonds would no longer be tax free including foot uh football stadiums uh, you know I'm, that's fine with me uh, but in a number of other things, tax-exempt hospitals and private universities would also be ended, along with advance refunding. Of bond. Look, one of the things I think they're looking at is here's one of the problems you run into. If we start privatizing infrastructure, the question comes in is is where do we, you know, where do we draw the line between between a, a government agency in in quote private things and should is everything going to be basically t- uh tax-free on a tax-free basis going forward uh and, and re- remember the the idea was is is that since it was a government bond at the city or the county or the state level you couldn't put a tax on it and it was kind of separation of, of church and not church and state but of state and fe- federal and local governments and also it had something to do with the 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 taxation issues uh, between the, the powers, of the state and the and the federal government on taxation, but where do you they're they're struggling to draw the line in a world where more and more things is, are going to be privatized? Is how do you do that? And this is something that that's kind of the start of this here. They're gonna they're gonna kind of print it more toward uh you know we're stopping these runaway football stadiums you know where we're subsidizing the football stadium so the players can come in and and uh. You know, disrespect the uh, national anthem, but that's another story. Uh, the uh, what we're looking at here is is some big changes, and 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 so the other thing that's happening is a couple things. They're limiting the the mortgage deduction on a, to a half a million dollars of, on a loan. Uh, if you already own your half a million dollar loan or home, you're not going to have to worry about it it uh but and you can also refinance with no problems but newer people, one of the better things about cutting that back to some extent, I think you've got to start pushing putting pressure on home prices and start taking away some of the of the tax advantages of owning real expensive property because they're pricing too many average Americans out of a home, and so I think you've got to do things to kind of limit the price of a home for the average american to to help them out, and so I support that i mean i I I I think you're going to have to start doing something. Uh, they're they're uh, they're also uh, going to be cutting back the uh, the deduction for uh, there's a ten thousand dollar exclusion for property taxes. So again, if your property taxes above ten thousand dollars, which is not much money in the world today, and in. in so this means you're going to lose a lot of your deductibility if you have a more expensive home, and they're also going to eliminate the deduction for state and local taxes. Fortunately, in Texas, <coughs> me, we don't have that problem, but but other places they do. And, and so this is so the, you're seeing some things, and they really appear to be targeting the middle class more and more on this whole issue. So something uh, to think about. This is going to take some time. Uh, the Senate, this this is the House's version. I'm hearing Brady has another version. They're going to pass something here pretty quickly, and then it has to go. The, the Senate has got to get it out of their finance committee, and then the Senate has to pass it. Then they have to reconcile the bills, and then they have to finally pass them, and then they have to get them to the president. It's going to be probably into next year, if at all, and we're going to have to watch this. I think this is, this is a slow-going thing, and it's something we're watching. Uh one other thing uh that we've been watching here, oil prices have moving up and oil and oil really is has has was come up from about forty two back in June, uh up to up to fifty five sixty four today. It appears to be kind of breaking out. It's held fifty five. We we did some buying in the oil sector Friday, uh it was some of the laggards. Uh it really uh this is the fifty five dollar. Most of these guys do re- reasonably well at this price, and and we, uh, does oil appear to be repricing? The dollar is going up. I think I think oil is somewhat disconnecting from the dollar. Uh, you know, we we've been talking about it about a month or two back. We said the dollar is going to start going up, and that's that that appears to be happening. I think you're going to see see a, a lot of things happening uh, as far as the market. The market really looks like it's some type of blow off top in here, and it, it's really. and then one of the ways you kind of see that is, is nothing seems to affect this market. I mean, you had the tax bill come out. It really wasn't as good as people thought it wasn't as positive and it didn't even affect the market. And that is really unusual when, when, when reality no longer affects pricing or when, when good things or bad things get thrown at something and nothing affects it. That's when you got to, that means something internally is driving it. And so that again, I think you have to be a little more cautious on that. Uh, oil like i said the question is do we watch all this oil break out here i mean this is good for houston uh i'm still exhausted aren't you exhausted from that world series that was so exciting yeah did you go to the parade no oh okay yeah no it was my son went he said it was a blast yeah he said it was unbelievable he said it was like people were feeding on it, it was like a frenzy there but anyway uh congratulations astros but uh so, question is: All prices? Watch them. Are they going to break out? Uh, we're going to be writing a new report here. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on this week at, at, at the uh, at the company. We got our new offices. It's exciting. Uh, we're going to be writing a new report. If you need some help, go to our website. It's maxoutsavings.com. It's that's maxoutsavings.com. com. Sign up for our free report. We write a lot about this stuff. It's free. We don't send the list out to anybody. We it's everything's internal. We don't call you up on the phone. If if you need some help, if you can request an appointment, appointment, I'll be happy to sit down with you and show you how we manage money using our value investing approach. I think risk is the most important thing to manage in this market today. Tell what, we'll see you next week for a full hour, hopefully. I think so. Uh, and uh, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Until then, remember our motto and our philosophy to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth.